Welcome back to the Christian Soldier Podcast. I'm your host, Robert Spurbeck. Thank you for joining us at the beginning of the week. I know you could be doing a lot of other things at the beginning of the week, and we're so glad that you've come back and listened to us week after week. And I hope that today's uh, encouragement from the Word of God is an encouragement to you. And the purpose of the Christian Soldier Podcast is to encourage you in the fight of faith, because we're in a battle. It is a battle out there, uh, battling the, the culture and battling the devil. At that, uh, It's a real battle. And so we're going to be in Romans chapter 12 today, Romans chapter 12 and verses 1 and 2. Uh, If you've been saved a length of time, been in church, you've heard this passage, maybe it's new to some of you, uh, but I just want us to pull out a couple of things here, especially in verse number 2, about how we live for the Lord, because sometimes we are defeated, we don't see the victory that we really desire to have in our lives because of one very simple fact, uh, and that uh, is going to be brought out here in just a minute. Uh, but don't forget to subscribe or follow if you haven't subscribed yet. It's your first time listening. I hope uh, that you would subscribe and follow and be here with us every single Monday morning. Uh, that would be wonderful. But Romans chapter 12, begin verse number 1. I'm going to read here. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed, I want to focus on this part here, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And so this morning, I want us to think about something. We want to serve God, right? So you're listening, if you're listening to this, you're probably desiring to serve God. You want to know uh, how to fight the fight of faith. And Uh, Verse number one just tells us where we need to be at. If we want to live for God, then we need to resign everything that uh, our ideas about things and our desires and our will. By the way, uh, there is something that we must remember that the world wants you to believe that living for God, you are losing something. You are losing nothing but gaining everything. Uh, You're losing shame. You're losing guilt. You're losing wasted time, and you are gaining the riches that are in Christ Jesus. So don't believe that lie, that living for Jesus is uh, some kind of loss, and that, yeah, you're going to lose out on the pleasure of sin for a season, but you don't have to have all that guilt and shame and broken lives and destruction as a result. So if we're going to live for God, we got to give it all over, surrender to him, and follow the lordship of the Lord Jesus Christ in our life. Uh, that's verse number one. Verse number two is that be not conformed to this world. Don't follow the, the pattern the world has. Don't give the, the, don't take upon yourself the way the world thinks. But it says, but be transformed. Here we go, by the renewing of your mind. So when we think of renewing, uh, and we could just say, well, to make new again. Uh, let's talk about renovation. Uh, Use this example in our teen class this past week. And uh, renovation, when we want to renovate something, whether it's your house or uh, maybe even restore something, maybe uh, uh, you have an old car, that's a project that you want to restore. I want to make something new again. When uh, you are working on your car, it's got worn out parts, you need to renew them. Uh, and so what do we do when our car, what do we do? We go to take it to the mechanic. And if you have worn out 
shocks or you got worn out brakes or worn out tires, uh, they just don't uh, go take, especially if you're getting new tires, they don't go out there and uh, they just spray some, you know, that nice tire shine on there and, uh, you know, they wash them real good and, and uh, make them look like new again, you know, make them shiny, make them look nice and, and uh, they do all of that and it's okay, you're all ready to go. You go out there and you see the tires are all shiny. The tires are perfectly clean. They look great, but you look at the tires, they're still bald. They still don't have any tread on them. Though they made it look nice, maybe they did a reformation of it, uh, but they didn't take the old out and put new ones on there. That's what you need to do when we're thinking about renewing. I want you to have that thought in your mind. Taking that which is old, removing it, and replacing it with something new. And it's talking about our thinking. Uh, because if we're honest, if we're living in the flesh, we're not walking with God, we're thinking about ourselves. Our, we are selfish creatures by nature, uh, and we will focus on me, myself, and I. I'm going to be thinking about me, what I want, my will, my direction, what I need. All of those things being said, we go when we submit to God, what we're saying, I'm not going to think about myself first. I'm going to think about God first. And is this pleasing to God? What does God desire for my life? What does God want me to do? How does God want me to serve others? We know that very clearly in the scriptures is the attitude of servanthood that Christ uh, took upon him the form of a servant. And if we're to be Christians, followers of Christ, disciples of Christ, then we must take upon that same form of a servant and serve other people. But that's not going to happen. I'll say this very clearly. Listen very carefully this morning. It will not happen if you are consistently walking in the things of this world and you're not spending time with God and you're not committed to serving God. If you're just following along because you're going to wait until the see how things go and if things are working out better for you as a Christian than it is following the world, I'm going to tell you what, the first time you run into a trial, the first time there runs into a problem in your mind, by the way, there's no problems with God, there's problems in our mind, and we see... We see that things aren't going better, and then we look at the world, and we see that things are going better for them over there. Then we're going to jump ship, and we're going to go follow the way of the world. That's not being committed to Christ. That's not what verse number one is talking about, that you present your body as a living sacrifice. You are giving up your rights, your desires, and your ownership, which, by the way, we all belong to God, and we don't have really have any ownership. To be, let's be honest with you, for we are bought with a price. If you're saved today, you are the Lord's because you are bought with a price from the slave market of sin. And so we see that present your body as a living sacrifice, holy, means clean, acceptable unto God, not unto man, but unto God, which is your reasonable service. That's only reasonable for us to do that. Christ died to save us from our sin. It's only reasonable that we would live for him. We should want to out of love for him and adoration. And be not conformed to this world. How is that not going to happen? But be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So you have to get your old way of thinking, the things that are the old, the things that satisfy yourself, that satisfy your flesh. Those old things need to be removed, taken out, and replaced by the things of God. Need to be replaced. So those things of lust need to be replaced with those things of contentment. Those uh, those uh, old things of anger and uh, and discord and and murmuring must be removed and replaced with thankfulness and praise to God. Those things, what I'm talking about, we need to have by, if we do that, we allow a renewing. We allow a removing of the old way of thinking and an input on only the way that happens is by the word of God. And that those things are placed into our mind, our transformation will take place. 
and that ye may prove, then what's going to happen? We're going to live. What is prove that what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God? Those three things will be the result. Good that you will do that which is good according to God. You'll do that which is acceptable with according to who god and that you will be perfected equipped okay perfect doesn't mean uh sinless but you will be equipped and ready to do what the will of god are we wanting to do the will of god or are we just kind of shoot in the dark well i'll see if i'll find the word of god the will of god somewhere no we must see the will of god and do it and it's god's will for each one of us to be a soul winner it's God's will for each of us to be in close relationship with him. It's God's will for us to live a holy life. We know things that are the general will of God, but yes, God has a specific purpose for you. But first, we need to be doing the specific, the general things of the will of God. We need to look at those things and do them. So I just want to encourage you with that today. I want to thank you for tuning in today. Don't forget to subscribe. We're on sermonaudio.com, Spotify, rss.com. You can subscribe or follow there. So each time that we get a new episode that goes live, you'll get a notification so you don't miss one. Make sure you share this with other people, people that need encouragement, even lost people at your workplace. Encourage them to listen in and they'll hear the word of God and the gospel preached. So I wanted to thank you so much for tuning in today. I'll see you next time.